Hold on. 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 Welcome, welcome back. You have made it through the cold mists of autumn, and now winter is here. Oh. And, and that's a good thing, actually, because I'm Mike McCafferty, and, and this is part of HodorCast. This is HodorCast, right? I'm here I with think Jason. so. That's why I, I heard. Now, now, who is that voice that I hear across from the, the, the microphone from me? Who is that? Who are you? Identify yourself. Oh, I'm Jason McCarris. Yes. Co-host of HodorCast. Oh, very good. Oh, uh, cheers. There we go. Now it has started. And Kim Miller... It, oh. Kim? Oh, wait a minute. Wait, what, not Kim? Not <laughs> no, Kim? Not Kim? No. There's no Kim. Shame. 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 <laughs> Kim Miller is not here with us. Kim Miller... She was supposed to be here with us. She was us. supposed to be here. And she agreed to be here She with agreed. Us. She made a verbal binding contract. Oh, yeah. She was all about it. She was all about it. We have been playing for this for ten months. Exactly. And she couldn't be here because she has work. She has to do something for theater. We all know how important that is. Theater is not life. Theater <laughs> is, is illusion. This is life. Game of Thrones is life. And we, we five surrounded around this podcast microphone have made it through here. I'm joined by Chrissy McCarris. Who, uh, <laughs> who did not agree to be She's reluctant to speak. <laughs> and Dr. Nancy Crater, who... <laughs> Nancy, what's your real last name? Do you, do you mind... Bang. What is it? Fang. 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 Dr. Nancy Fang. Uh, <laughs> who is Fang. She is, she is, uh, she has graciously agreed to join up our, our merry troop here because all things Game of Thrones are merry, and, right? They're delightful yes. in Westeros. Right. And we have a very special guest star here right now, straight from Beyond Yacht Rock, part of the Feral Audio Network, which this is not a part of. Not yet. Well, not yet. I, we'll crack the whip. It will. Dustin will, will put us on eventually. He will, because we, we have... kidnap him and keep him in the basement. We have Hollywood Steve here. Hi, Steve. How are you? Hold on. Oh! Yeah. Yeah. Hey, see what I did there? You see what I did there? Look at that. Look at this guy. He is all over it. So, we are 15 minutes away from the start of the sixth season of Game of Thrones. And I wanted to go... I wanted to get this kind of... This feeling of anticipation and excitement... I'm so excited. I can't tell you how excited I am. Before we do that, yes. I just wanted to point out that I'm so happy that Nancy's here with us because I haven't seen her in months. But yes. more importantly, it's a little frightening because she's the only person who listens to us. She's <laughs> our one listener. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're not going to know who's listening. And those of you who are listening at home right now going, well, I listen, prove it. That's my challenge to you. Tweet us at HodorCast. At HodorCast. And let us know you're listening. For the love of God. Yeah, because this is important. We, we really, this is kind of like, if this season doesn't work out, we may tear down on the episodes. <laughs> we the we may only do one a week instead of, you know, two or three a week. That's right, yeah. So, because <laughs> I, I was disappointed. I have to be honest. I was disappointed. I made, I made the promise to Nancy and to others who were listening that we were going to not stop podcasting. Do you remember that, Nancy? I think so. Oh, you didn't listen. You didn't listen very well. Okay, all right. That's fair enough. Fair enough. So, so forget that. So you weren't that you weren't that distraught when we didn't continue podcasting. I, I thought we'd do it once a week, and then 
you know, Jason had work, and, and Kim lives in San Diego, and Steve wasn't around. Well, we, we actually did pretty well the yeah. end of last season, when each episode, you know, on Sundays we would do one, and then, of course, we ran out, because we started three episodes before the finale. This is true. Perfect timing. This is true. But but we could have gone back and done other stuff. Yeah. You guys did, for the trailers. We did. We you're did. right, you're we right. See Nancy yeah. knows. Yeah. I'm so glad you're here, Nancy. I'm so, I'm so happy. <laughs> Uh, and Steve, I'm happy you're here too because you've just you've caught up with. I'm thrilled to be here on a podcast about Game of Thrones because I have just within the last year started and caught up on all of Game of Thrones. This is the first time in the modern post Sopranos quality television golden age of modern television era that I have ever been caught up on an entire show that is still on the air. Making new episodes. Wow. That is outstanding. Wow. To Hollywood great. Steve. <laughs> there we yes. go. And you should know that Hollywood Steve has his own podcast, which is much more successful than this. <laughs> called called what is it called? It's called Beyond Yacht Rock. It is a, a spin-off of the internet show called Yacht Rock that I hosted about ten years ago. Me and the other Yacht Rock fellows, Mr. JD Risnar, Mr. Hunter Stair, and Mr. David B. Lyons. Uh, we make up more arbitrary genres besides Yacht Rock, and we count them down from ten to one. And it's a very structured podcast because counting down from 10 to 1 means that we can't ramble for more than about three or four minutes at a time. Listen, listen to that pitch he made. My God, it's like an elevator pitch for I'm a pro. I'm a fucking pro. <laughs> the show is great. I love the show. It's, 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 thank it's, you very much. But, but everyone should listen to it. They, you should all listen. You should all unsubscribe from this and listen. Dr. Nancy, <laughs> Dr. Nancy, your one listener, should totally listen to our yes. show. Yes. She's going to subscribe. Yeah, we, we've lost her already. Um, <laughs> but, but the reason I bring that up, the reason I invoke that is because uh, Steve is very much about retro. He's very much about going back to our past and, and finding why it's brilliant and wonderful. So for you to be caught up to find a show which in the present, in the moment, is that strong is saying something. It is. It is. And part of, part of why I had to catch up on it was when I finished Breaking Bad... I said, okay, what is the internet most likely to spoil for me next? <laughs> and fuck you, internet. You can't shut the fuck up about Game of Thrones for more than 10 seconds. I'm finally caught up, and nothing is going to spoil this for me. When you were. Not even up. the book readers can spoil this anymore. Yeah. No, they're, 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 done. Done. they're done. To the death of the book readers. <laughs> We've done it. They're finally beheaded. <laughs> oh. now, Steve, when you were catching up, did anything get spoiled for you by the internet while you were... Of course! Oh, okay. Did we specifically I, anything huge? Well, okay. I knew there was a red wedding. I didn't know whose okay. wedding okay, that was. Spoiled. Yeah. Uh, I, I knew, knew that even in real time as that was happening, because people were like, oh, you know, book readers especially. Of course yeah. the fucking book readers. Yeah, yeah. But the, honest to God, the book readers were really great about not spoiling things from the book for the series people you know, who hadn't read them at the time. It, it, I think it's gotten a little worse. worse. when the, Once it's aired, kind of all bets are off and everybody's spoiling everything. This is true, like, like because well, because they had that sort of like um, they they were they're much more uh, holier than thou, weren't they? They were like, oh, yes. wait until you see what happens next. Yeah, you know, like, oh, come on, man, I mean, don't be that. Don't be so be. You know, yeah. we don't have to be beholden to you. So exactly. Now, Nancy, you you started watching it a little later. I did. I started watching. I think right before season three started. Okay. So I was catching up. From season one to season two, and then part of season three as it was airing. Okay. So, so by the time season three ended, I was caught up. And now, and now you're hooked, right? Yes. You love everything about it. Yes. So much so that you read all the books. Yes. You did? No. Okay. 
But what what a good lie! I love that. It's like she falls right into it. Boy, you're really you're really panning out really nicely for this podcast, I Nancy. I mean, I, I mean, it, everything's working out really well with you. I mean, yeah, maybe we'll have him back. This is sort of like a Michael Strahan, Kelly Ripa kind of thing. This is really interesting, you know. I mean, I, I like liking this vibe already. I'm going to stop coming to this podcast now. <laughs> All right, we have nine more minutes left before the show starts. We're going to be completely on track with this. Uh, let's go around the room and talk about our expectations, yes. what we're feeling about it. Um, because as soon as we're done with this, stay tuned, please, because we have the, we're going to discuss the brand new season six, episode one episode, because we're about to watch it. Right. All this is nonsense that you're hearing right now. Afterwards, you're going to have insightful um, breakdown of the episode via other podcasts. But for us, we're just going to drink more wine and talk right. about it, right? <laughs> They'll be, yeah, because they have a new after, it's called After the Thrones on HBO, you can tune yes. into, which is like a weird thing with Andy Greenwald and Chris. Right, which is a continuation of what they were doing on the old Grantland. Now. Right, right. So, and that, that's, you know, every, everything Everything now is is we must take this intellectual content and we must dissect it and tell everyone else what they should think. Right. We don't, we don't impose that upon no. you. We never tell you what you should think. So, <laughs> having said that, Jason, what are your expectations of it? What should people um, think about this? <laughs> about the episode we're about to watch? What yes, they think? yes. What, what should they First of all, they should think it was amazing and awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's hard to say what to expect exactly. I'm sure Arya is still going to be blind for a little while. We've seen that in the, the We've trailer. We've seen that, yeah. Um, Tell me this. Where, where is it going to... What's the first scene going to be? What's the first scene? Ooh, yeah. What, what, uh, Let's go around the room. What's the first scene going to be? Lightning round. Uh, I'll go with uh, the the throne room where Tyrion is still with Khaleesi, or maybe Khaleesi with the uh, dragons. No, no, no. The uh, oh, the, the Dothraki. Yeah, the, the Dothraki. Dothraki. Okay, so with all the Dothraki. which one? Either I'll go with the, the queen and, and uh, Dothraki. Okay, Nancy? I think Sansa and Reek. Okay. Steve? I think Jamie Lannister just turns the ship right around and goes right back to the port because it was really, nice. really close when the uh, when that whole thing happened. Good point. Okay. Yes. Didn't get very far away from the docks of Dorne. This is true. This is true. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say King's Landing because I know how they play this stuff. I know they play this stuff. Mm-hmm. They they always do the slow burn. It's true. And and, and I'll, I'll reverse it and I'll say let's let's go to question two, which is how exciting is this episode going to be? Because we know that, like, they I can answer that right now. Not much at all. I don't think there's going to be anything heavy happening. There never is, usually, season openers. openers, Yeah. Uh, But we're just kind of reestablishing the world. We're setting up where the whole season's going to go. Although, from all the chit chat that we've been hearing from the cast and everything, crazy stuff happens this season. Like, Mm -hmm. out of our minds, uh, crazy stuff. So, we never know. There could be something crazy that happens. But I think it's probably going to be a pretty mundane episode as far as Game of Thrones is concerned. Okay. Nancy, you agree? Yeah, I agree. I think I've heard the producers say that, you know, it's probably one of the biggest seasons and most exciting seasons that they yeah. have. Yeah. So, you well, know. Well, there's not much left. We're probably getting two more abbreviated seasons is what they're saying. You think so? Like six then, episodes a piece or something. And then that'll be the end of the That's series. Yeah. yeah. So wow. we're getting this full season and then maybe two kind of half seasons. That's crazy. Yeah. Kind of like what they did with the last season of Breaking Bad. Right. Yeah. Right. Stretching it out. Steve, so so these guys don't think anything exciting is going to happen this episode. Do you agree with that? I don't think anything that happens in this episode could be more depressing than Prince dying a few days ago. So I oh, agree with that. Good point. Oh, now you brought us all down. I mean, <laughs> but it is royalty, so I so I don't mind talking about. It. Yes, and my, my sister and I. Oh man, yeah. we listened to those albums when we were kids oh, all the time. So yeah, it was such a bummer, wasn't you it? You didn't listen to them when you were adults all the time. Mm. 
I didn't. Come I on, didn't. man. I, I still the musical did. Theater. Yeah, it's America's my, Mozart. My, my workout playlist for crying out loud. No, but like, but yeah, he was. Yeah, he was tricky with it. Like, because I was really with Prince. Like, me and my sister, we just went down the rabbit hole with him when he first came out. We listened yeah. to all of his albums from Purple Rain on, and then backwards. My right. sister was really. I mean, she went in. She followed him, and after a while, he became. He was so prolific. That was. I was just so say, much content. Chris Rock mentioned that the other day. He was talking to J.J. Abrams at the Tribeca Film Festival, and he mentioned that he was kind of annoyed with Prince because he was just getting used to the previous album when the next one would come out, and he wasn't ready to kind of move on to the next one. Yeah, but that's yeah. the kind of genius he was. He was just extremely prolific and was able to put out song after song, an unending stream, stuff. And, and just like when you're you know done with you know Pop Life or whatever, then came out Sign of the Times, which is brilliant album all these great albums and then you just it just kind of wore you down I just said uh, and then I got a musical theater and that was the end of that so um, and as we all know Prince is a character in Westeros <laughs> that's right <yeah. laughs> ah Prince Prince I see um, okay we have five minutes left I, 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 I'm, yes they're only gone long. yeah so um, one character will die this episode Let's just say that. Okay. I'm, I, I'm, I'm not... Let's make our predictions. Who's the character most likely to die this episode? Because we've already said that probably nothing big is going to happen this episode, but something will happen, right? Something... Yeah. So, I can so, pretty much tell you it's not Sir Jorah. He's going to have that grayscale until the cows come home. The final episode right. of, the, <laughs> yeah. of the series or something like that. <laughs> I know. And then they'll cure him. Right, yeah, fun. yeah. All right, so, so but who do you um, think... Let's go out on a limb here. Uh, I hate to say it. Uh, Grey Worm is probably not going to last too much longer. Oh, you think so? You think? I, don't, I, I would love him to last the entire rest of the series, but I, I don't know. I feel like he's expendable compared to like a Tyrion or a Jamie or uh, obviously, a, well, Jon Snow. I'd like he's dead, uh, of course. Oh, sort yeah. of. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's a little more expendable, I'd say, than the rest. Okay. Nancy? I think Reek. You know, oh, because, Reek. you know, Ramsey's going to have to take out his anger on someone. Point. But he escaped, though. He escaped with, with Sansa. Uh, right, so Sansa. he's, he's going to have to make a sacrifice at some point yeah. to make up for his horrible nature previously. This is possible. This is possible. I mean, if, if we follow along conventional storytelling, he would have some sort of comeuppance. Mm-hmm. Good point. But, but this is not conventional. This is not conventional. conventional. Yes. No one who is good ever survives. Yeah. So, but you think Reek. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I would also say Reek, just for, for pretty much the same reasons. In this first episode, you think? That's if, I, if, if, if I had to put money on it, I would say him. In the first episode, okay. I, I, you know, I might also go with you on on Grey Worm, um, just because he is become some, like like right now, like like my feeling is like the producers have to make some sort of sacrifice, right? Like we all man hey. blood. I'm sorry, <laughs> being interrupted by dog. That's our other podcaster. That is Harley, Harley Quinn, um, who I will uh, I will warg into her uh, body in a few minutes <laughs> as we watch. So. <laughs> um, but that that's not a bad call. Uh, just because I feel like I feel like now they're in this trap where like every episode they have to have kind of like a gotcha moment, which is so conditional upon like right. TV and especially the first episode. They're gonna feel like you know we're gonna have this huge influx of people. How can we keep them? And so they'll do that. They'll they'll kill off somebody. So I'll, I'll say Grey Worm. I, I, I don't feel very strong about it. I'm just forgetting all my uh, kind of secondary characters. There's got to be a bunch who are. We have two minutes left. Will Jon Snow be revealed to be alive this episode? Yes or no? No. No. No, fool's guts got shredded, man. Oh. <laughs> I say yes. You say yes. In episode okay. one? Episode one? I, yeah, I say he's going to be right at the very end. I say something's going to happen. I say it happens two or three. Yeah. All right, fair enough. All right, we're going we're gonna to stop this podcast. We'll pick it right up as soon as we're done, and we'll let you know what we think. Wow. Oh, and we're back. We're back. We've, We've watched the, the show. We've watched We've, the show. We watched the show, and it ended too soon. Oh. It sure did. 
We're all mellow. Yeah. Yeah. I just did have a very soft ending. It wasn't uh, it wasn't a shocker, but it was something very surprising. So which so we'll get to. you're catching us mere minutes after it ended. Like maybe three minutes after it ended. So there's a melancholia here. It's a little bit like of a model. A little bit. Well, feel. first off, we're a little disappointed that it was it was so not short. quite an hour. Mm-hmm. It was not quite, it was like 50 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I we got a little go. spoiled last season with those extended episodes that were going like, you know, an hour, 10 minutes. That's this is thing. true. But we know they're going to back end that. They, like, they'll be yeah. like, you know, they'll have like a two-hour episode for the last one. So, yeah. All right. So, let's so bring, who won the lottery of uh, first uh, Well, scene? no one won the lottery in the first one because the first scene was at the wall. <laughs> John Snow picked yeah. up right where Which we left saw off. in that latest trailer. It was the first shot of that latest trailer, which I, had been an indication. I didn't watch that. I mean, so I you, you didn't. We, we talked about it on the podcast, fool. Oh, did we? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I don't remember. Anyway, that. I have no. I have no record. Wrong. I have no yeah. read this place. <laughs> All right. So we, we so we lost that one. We also didn't. Um, no one picked out that um, the uh, who who are they? The the Martells. Mm-hmm. The Martell family mm-hmm. line is uh, both, both father and son are dead. Those so so my con, my contention is there's always has to be some sort of character sacrifice in each episode pretty much there has to be some sort of major shock or major character sacrifice and that was our mid yeah. episode one so I feel we like lost. it was like a woman a women power episode with the Martells and then the Brienne of Tarth saving yes. the day this point, is true yeah. yeah this is this is kind of a girl and power thing a GRRL yeah. power yeah. thing um, yeah de- definitely because you know, Brienne of Tarth came on the the uh, Sand Snakes right. have mm-hmm. asserted their authority. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I don't know what else. I mean, I'd certainly have um, uh, Lady Lannister. Gosh, I can't remember her name. Uh, Sansa? Sansa. Sansa. No, no. Uh, oh, Lannister. Sansa oh, Lannister. Cersei. Pardon me. Cersei sort of coiling herself up like a snake anywhere to strike. She had, Now mm-hmm. she has a couple of targets, right? Mm-hmm. Right. She has the Sparrow, and now she has Dorne. So and then you had uh, Arya training as well. Yeah. Arya yeah. training. Yeah. She's free of Daredevil. Yeah. Yeah, she did a little Daredevil there. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's kind of cross promotion for Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> Watch Daredevil season one. Great, great show. Uh, <laughs> season two now. Yeah. Season two is okay. We're, yeah, we're. Have you not finished season two? I'm finished. Season, I, I finished. It. it was good. Yeah. yeah this, right. is, this is all I needed to see. I see enough of Daredevil. That was good. I see Arya Devil. So it's nice to see Arya kind of in her element though, because fighting and being the tough woman—that's that's what she loves to do. So yeah. even though season it's one. one, yeah, 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 she's in her. Even though it's going to be obviously such a struggle, she's blind now, but she's she's getting ready. She's going to be... I have a feeling that will end. I have a feeling that the blindness will be like... uh, Once she learns a lesson or two. Right, right, yeah. 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 Well, because because in the trailer it says you've been given like, you know, you were saved once, you will not be saved a second time. So I I have a feeling, like, because... I mean, there have been blind characters who have have definitely, you know, fulfilled prophecies. I mean, certainly, we can't forget the Matrix. Right, with Neo, the last two episodes being blind, right? I mean, you have to figure if they use some sort of creepy magic to make her blind, they could probably use similar creepy uh, magic to unblind her. It's not irreversible, yeah. Yeah. This whole thing is sort of, you know, up in the air. This this whole house of black and white, uh, I'm still not 100% understanding what's going on here. I still don't know what what we're doing here with this and how that feeds into it. Um, What are some thoughts? I mean, so, so... uh, go ahead, Jason. Do, well, do we want to recap, or do we want to just kind of freeform here? Well, we could, we could do a little bit. We could, let, let, let's talk about. Well, we started with Jon Snow. We started with Jon Snow. Yep. And we heard snow. the wolf crying, which we, we knew the wolf was was coming. We we saw a lot of him today. He came back to life as I predicted. Right. Right. Right off the bat. He's yep. back yeah, alive. Yeah, yeah. He's alive. <laughs> you didn't see it, but I saw him move. I saw him move. He it was a figure. Was it CGI? Yeah, yeah. It was CGI. CGI. <laughs> so we get this whole plotline of Davos. Finding him, taking him, bringing him up to this room, and protecting his corpse. Basically, we don't right. know what's going on yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
he had some sort of connection with John, which I don't remember from previous seasons, to be honest, other than, you know, they all showed up at Castle Black at the end of last season. It's pretty slight. They're, yeah, they're yeah. really kind of trying to push that. And right. they, they even qualify it as, I didn't know him very well, but, you know... So you don't have to excuse my faulty memory. Maybe somebody else can help me out here. But the other guy who was like, John was my friend. I mean, I know I've seen him a million times, but who was that guy again? He's been in... I can't... Nancy, do you remember his name? I don't. Is his name Gren? The guy with the long. It might be Gren. Yeah, he he looks a lot like um, Jamie Lannister's friend. Remember the other the other guy? Yeah, yeah. Like like both these kind of roguish kind of characters who he looks like Bronn. Yes. So maybe his name is Gren. Gren and Bronn. Let's just say that. (laughs) Gren and Bronn. Bronn two point oh. Yeah. So yeah. So so he's been showing up a lot of times and and lots of times. I was like, oh, isn't that guy with Jamie Lannister? But no, in fact, he's he's actually his own guy who's who's been very much a friend of Jon Snow. Right. Um, So suddenly. Uh, Davos is uh, telling the the guys who were there that you know Melisandre has these powers and you don't know her like I know her because I've seen what she can do and later on we'll hear about how she's a uh, you know what's what good is a redhead against forty men well, you know? right I right was thrown off a little bit by how many people didn't know about Jon Snow dying I thought yeah, it was more was of a plan too. thing oh, yeah, where yeah. it was like yeah we you know he was an amazing guy but he turned his back on us I was surprised that I thought they all kind of Came together. No, it was a fairly tight conspiracy of like know. five or six guys. I didn't I guess. know that. But I was surprised like, too that when all of that was going down, like how did Davos not know? How did like yeah. anyone else not hear right. what yeah. was going on outside? Yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah it, I mean, it, it did seem to me. I mean, although the guy, I'm trying to look at his name now. Who is Thorn, the leader? Yeah, Sir. Thorn. Yeah, Sir Thorn made a great speech, didn't he? He did. Yeah. And then like, I, like, he's like, oh, let's just kill him. I mean, but then he comes up, he makes a right. really good, con- compelling argument that like, this is what we do. Yeah. We have one. He just question. came out and said, you know, he was like, Jon Snow is dead. Who killed him? I did. I did, yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty, you know, uh, frank confession. Which is great. It's, it's so anti, like, uh, like earlier days of, like, serialized, where it's like, well, we'll hold on to that secret for, for episode right. and episode and episode. And finally, right. like, oh, you did it, and then something will happen at the end of the season. He's like, no, yeah. I did it. And this just because is, he let the wildlings in, and the YUK came to this land to rape, pillage, and do whatever they wanted because he brought them here, and it's, it's his fault, so we're killing them. And if he makes peace, there will be no longer be a need for the Night's Watch. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Which exactly. Is exactly why we should never decriminalize marijuana, because that will be the end <laughs> of the drug war, and we can't have that, guys. I think Steve's bringing his own drug. We need to keep the funding flowing. <laughs> Law <laughs> enforcement agencies all across the country, they need tanks. Get them those tanks now. <laughs> this is, but no, you're absolutely true. That that is the argument. Is that like this is our livelihood? This is what we've sworn to do. And by by decriminalizing this, by letting the wildlings in, even at the peril of the White Walkers coming through and wiping us out, this is all we know. You know, mm-hmm. which I mean, it's not necessarily an invalid argument. It's not just not the strongest one. But everyone right. there, uh, and, and it's an argument for status quo, I guess, more than anything. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. these are all criminals, too. you got to understand the Night's Watch is composed of people that have been seriously committed of serious crimes, so they're very loyal. It's almost like gang members. You That's betray them, mm-hmm. you are dying, you know? I saw a lot of gang signs being flashed yeah. during, during that discussion. I saw <laughs> a lot of West Side going on. I love my jail West Rose Side. Yeah, West Rose Side. Uh, so oh. next thing we see uh, is the funeral for Ramsay's main queen, Moran, uh, Squeeze Moran. 
Miranda. Right. Uh, Squeen is a good point. Yeah, squeamed, yeah, yeah. She got squeamed, squeamed when she fell. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think what she did when she fell was squeamed. Yeah, know? she squeamed, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so he was very sweet in the words that he had uh, to yeah. say for her. And feed her to the dog. Yeah. <laughs> and feed her to the dog. I don't know they were so close. I mean, it seemed like he could care less about her. Well, I, I mean, like, well, it seemed like they got into some kinky shit together. Yeah. Yeah. There was some oh, hardcore S&M going she on. She was waiting there. on him. She was like, because yeah. she yeah. told Sansa, like, man, like, you guys get married, whatever, but then he's going to be mine. Yeah. So they kind of set that up and this was really kind of a, a scene to sort of reset the clock on him as far as being such a bastard right yeah. I mean mm-hmm. like you know we just, literally yes yeah. exactly yes literally, literally. and figuratively we, we need to be reminded of what a bastard he is that that he's a horrible person so that we can we can understand the next scene which is them running from him right yes. is that the next scene that yeah, comes yeah, up right. Sansa yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah so they, they have a very touching moment that Reek finally like hugs her and protects yeah. her and tells her you know Head for the Night's Watch. John's in charge there. You can you can make it. And then they get captured, of course, like two seconds later. Right, <laughs> well, right. Yeah, I should have and started. John was no longer They go in the frozen water to avoid yeah. uh, the hounds. Not yeah. only that, but they had this humongous jump. Yes. And they remain uninjured. <laughs> yeah, they, didn't, they didn't show the snowdrift that they must have landed. Yeah, I, know. Yeah. I think that was something that, I guess, the book readers had enlightened people on last season was there was, like, an enormous snowbag or something that they jumped into. And, and mm. yeah, they never clarified that at all in the show. But, but like, I, and, and they, I, I feel like the producers almost, you know, Weiss and Benny Hoff just said, you know what, we, we'll figure it out. We, we <laughs> To figure out, but like the audience has already figured out, they're like, oh, they dropped to their death, and that's the end of yeah. the story. Yeah. Like, no one's gonna buy it. We know mm-hmm. that these characters have to survive at least to this part. So right. we took that for granted. So let's let's say that's our first lingering question for this season on this podcast: is you know, how did they end up on the the ground? Right, right. That, that is last that's season. Our, it was CGI uh, steam. steam. CGI steam. <laughs> right. I was to see. Here's here's the thing that goes through my mind from like a post production world is as they're getting in that water. Uh-huh. Like what? I mean, I guess it was room temperature water, right? <laughs> I mean, like you know, like because I'm trying to think. It's in a sound stage. I mean, like how did they pull that off? Was it a sound stage? Because that was a, that was a pretty large swath of water there mm-hmm. of moving water. And so was it in the middle of summer? Were they wearing wetsuits? And I didn't see any steam coming out of it. So, I mean, these people actually had to get into water, which was of some temperature. Yeah, I didn't even assume it was a soundstage, but yeah. it could have been. Yeah, I mean, they still, they still haven't figured out snow. Yeah. Right, are we all we all agreed that like yeah. when the soundstage snow falls, like eh, okay, it's snow, quote unquote, right? It's kind of like oh, I don't know. I think they've done a pretty good job with, yeah. with some. Yeah, I don't the think Force Awakens for one, the final scene. Well, no, I'm, I'm talking about in this show. Like, like sometimes yeah. the snow flies upwards. Sometimes are, are, we, are we going back to the uh, <laughs> computer graphic artists? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, the task I, 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 no, they, I'm they not they can't do snow. Task. I'm just I'm just making no, no. It's not, not the CGI. It's when they have that fake snow, oh, okay. like that fake real world snow yeah. that like they kick out. Right, and sometimes it's so light and fluffy that just like like flies upwards. You know, right, yeah. So it's a quibble. It's a quibble because then we go to that. Because you're right, we have that great scene between uh, Reek and Sansa, where after such a long time, we finally get like a little bit of reconciliation. That one little hug. Mm-hmm. That's well, the whole time he's hugging her, I'm thinking. In her mind, is is she ready to forgive him? He sat there and watched while she got raped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it wasn't you know his fault necessarily, but uh, you know he maybe could have done something. It, it's. You know, in this world, we take our characters at the moment, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, because, I mean, even Cersei, like, you know, as, as, we, as we'll move forward, we feel compassion for her, and then we cross-check it against every horrible thing she's done, and you're like, right. oh, we really shouldn't feel that bad for her. Well, that's a good segue, because that's our next yeah. scene here. Yeah. Well, well we, should, we shouldn't skip uh, the, 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 the rescue. Yeah, yeah. Because, because, again, we had two moments of, of heroes actually winning in this mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. After so many times of, like, so many false starts, and every time, but... Twice in this episode, in one scene, we had the reconciliation, 
And then at the last possible moment, as television dictates, Brianna Tarth and Podrick ride in right. and save the day. I was just going to give all the credit to Podrick. Podrick did great. <laughs> he's, yeah. a, he's the man. Way to marginalize female characters. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be on Jezebel tomorrow. I know that. <laughs> uh, no, it was great, great. publicity for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Podcast. The, the Podrick podcast. cast. Uh, um, no, Brienne is amazing, and uh, of course they had to have the line, it's a woman on that horse, or whatever it was. That, you know, oh, I didn't hear oh, yeah, that. He yells out, yeah. yeah, he yells out something about it. It's a woman, and she like chops his head off. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this was definitely her moment to shine. Finally, after all this time, you know, it's been like, what, two seasons of her chasing down Sansa. Sansa yeah. rebuffed her. It's really her and making up for not paying attention to the candle in the window last season. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Like, turning the one, one, the one thing know. she's responsible for is she blew. Well, someone had to go kill Stannis. <laughs> Good point. Exactly. Yeah, well, I, yeah. We, did, we did get some confirmation, at least. I, I believe he's dead. dead. I mean, I, I was always kind of on the fence on that, but I guess he's dead. I, yeah. I you know, I, I want to believe he's alive because he's such a compelling, cool character. Right. But if, if that it must appears that they found a body, because uh, yeah, well, we'll get to that with the. Roots. Although you know the Red Witch, anything's possible. It's, it's, right? it's, it's <laughs> true. This is true. So so again, and the, we, we actually have the double, the triple catharsis because we have the hug by Reek with Sansa. Right. We have Brienne Tarth right. riding in heroically. You know, you almost want to cheer. Like I felt the need to cheer, but then we were all quiet and watching. Yeah. And like yeah, oh, this is Game of Thrones. There's nothing happy here. And then at the very last possible, of course, we had the. You know, the guy with the sword getting ready to kill her, and then we knew it was coming. Reek was going to stab him in the back, which he did, yeah. mm-hmm. which is great. I, again, the rehabilitation of this character, as we've seen so many times with different characters. And then uh, Brienne kneeling down and offering her services once again. Yes. And, uh, and Podrick has to help Sansa exactly. with the I love that. That's yes. so great. That's, That's so great. great. And Sansa finally accepts. Yeah. Yes, it was meat and meat at my table. Ah, yes. She stepped up on You may kneel by my hearth or something like that. Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was a wonderful oath. Uh, and I'll have all you guys swear this oath afterwards. That's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get that down. You know, um, no, it was, it, was, it was a great scene. It was a great, like... I, but also there's a sense of relief because Sansa was so resistant to it. When, you know, she met her in the tavern before and everything and swore an oath to her and everything. She disregarded it. She was uh, really on the path of darkness for a while. Yes, yeah. You know, because she was with Littlefinger. She trusted Littlefinger. Sansa has been like, if you really break it down, she's been the least likable character in a lot of ways. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she wanted to go to King's Landing. She wanted to be away from the Starks. Then she got exactly what she wanted. And then every, at every point in time, she's been punished for, for her, you know, her uh, petulance, basically. And now finally, maybe this is the moment she's finally saying, I will, I will be an adult. I will take responsibility. Well, I think as a viewer also, is there a character that suffered more on the series than, than her? I mean, even though she's kind of a, you know, I don't know. She's not the most sympathetic character. Well, Reek. Reek certainly has. <laughs> well, I don't know. He's, he's a less well, they innocent character. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, he kind of deserved it a little bit because he would right, know, betray right. people, murdered people, all that kind of fun stuff. I mean, she, she, didn't suffered, do yeah. anything, she didn't do anything of that variety. Yeah, she's she just, was, she was just more of a spoiled rich yeah, girl. Yeah, a spoiled rich she girl. She was. Yeah. She yeah. was a spoiled rich girl. But this yeah. is the first. This is the first time that she's looked like a noble woman. Yes, yes. like yes. she. Oh, there's a knight. Although there's there, shit. There's a knight who wants yeah. to yeah. pledge yeah. her <laughs> services to me. <laughs> right. Yeah. I should probably take that. Yes, yeah, for the exactly. first time, I'll be the one in charge instead of just fighting for my life among horrible people all the time. Yeah. Exactly. Good point. But there was a lot of heroism in this episode. That's the one thing I sort of know. There are people standing up and saying, "I will be the hero," which I think. If this if this Game of Thrones this series is going to be not nihilistic and be like oh everyone died and you know bad guys win and the White Walkers are everywhere at the end, 
heroes have to stand up at some point in time. Yeah. We're starting to see them slowly forming. We saw Jon Snow form, and then they took him away. Yeah. Um, you know, we see we see Sansa slowly starting to come around. You know, there's like Podrick and Brienne. We, like they're they're slowly starting to find their way. And maybe with like the next few episodes, when we see the other Stark kids come around, yeah. we'll see that. Well, it, I guess the, for the first time in the entire series, I realistically saw a scenario where she could become queen. Yes. Because I, I, there's always that, you know, she, does she have sort of, uh, you know, the lineage or whatever? That, that's all fine, well, and good. But I never saw, like you were saying, there was no regalness about her. There was no servitude about it. I guess when I saw Brienne Neal in front of her, it was like, oh, well, maybe it's not just John Khaleesi and right. who have you who might have a right to the throne. And, you know, she might have a legit job. And I feel like the Starks are becoming extinct. I mean, there's only Arya. Oh, yeah. Is there only Arya? Arya and Sansa, Sansa and then Bran. Bran. Okay. And Bran is still up in the uh, the okay. tree. The Keebler right. Elf. Right. Right. Keebler Elf. Right. 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 My most devastating moment was when Ned Stark died. I mean, I almost stopped watching the show. And I know <laughs> Spoiler, that alert. Spoiler alert! Spoiler <laughs> alert! I remember I, wa- I was watching you when you watched it to get your reaction to see what it was like and she was like I'm done I'm not watching I'm done, I'm done. He's the fuck this like. shit yeah. oh, it was much like all those YouTube reaction videos where you know the guys were all screaming about him getting killed yeah it, it, so I really I really love the Starks and I would I don't want to see her as queen but I'd love to see you know a positive future but she has she would have an actual chance as queen because she's not as principled as everyone else in her family, which really? always yeah. gets them into trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is true. Yeah, she's certainly yeah, been around nobility. And, I mean, like she, like you said, the, the regality of her, and she certainly has been around like regalness and pomp and circumstance. But now I think she has, she understands a little bit of the weight of being a ruler. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she finally understands. Like, like she sees bad rulers. She's like, you know, it's like seeing Littlefinger. She's seen. Um, Ramsey. Uh, Ramsey, and and who is her husband? Uh, gosh, I can't remember. Um, the, the Lannister boy, got oh, the king, Joffrey? King Joffrey. Oh, like, oh, she yeah. had to see yeah. all of those the it horrible rulers. It right. really mm-hmm. And she almost went with Littlefinger. Maybe she still will. Who knows? But yeah. but I mean, at this point in time, now she's starting to understand what it means to be a ruler of people. Yeah. So where do we move to next, Jason? Uh, then we're uh, oh, back to King's Landing. King's Landing, because we uh, oh. we're at with, the harbor, right? Yes. Yeah. The, the sad harbor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, yeah, with Cersei finally. Cersei, yeah, she she was very excited, happy, smiling, and then it all went away when she sees the boat coming with Jamie, and there's a casket on it. Yes. So, uh, and his face was just devastated. Yes. Yeah, it was and then smiling she, as much as she can. Yes, smile. <laughs> right, right. Good point. So oh, then, with, then she, uh, what's his name? So Robert Strong. Yes. Robert Strong. Good point. We, we're really considering launching a strong cast. So it's yes. just, just talking about Robert Strong. Doing yeah. his strong bad voices. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. So so now we have a little bit, and that was my call for the first thing we see was King's Landing, but that got kind of you know stuck deep into yeah. the episode. Um, we one of the things I saw in this episode a lot was duos. There were a lot of a lot of couples point. Um, mm-hmm. that we saw show up. We saw Brianna Tarth and Podrick. We saw Reek and Sansa, Tyrion and uh, Tyrion Varya, Varys, Varys together. We have um, uh, Ser Jorah and Second Son, Dario. 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 Mm-hmm. There's a MTV's lot of Jamie and Cersei. Jamie and Cersei. Arya and that chick who beats her up. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So there was a lot of a lot of duos and, and, and a lot of comedy between them as well. Yes. Not, not necessarily Jamie and Cersei. It was a lot of, <laughs> lot of yucks there. 
but you, you got to see these real these actors really shine together. Um, and here, this interesting reconciliation between these two as, as it's us against the world. Well, then the, she had that very creepy speech about, do you remember the first dead body you ever saw? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and they, they both yeah. said it was their mother, and then she's, yeah. she's thinking to herself, has she started to bloat? Has her skin turned black? Her lips curled up over her teeth? <laughs> and uh, so... Jason took notes on this, by the way. Yeah. So that was pretty unnerving for me. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah. gum disease? Gum, re- gum recession. Oh, yeah. well. yeah. <laughs> oh, God, my lips are curling up over my teeth. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking of that guy at the end of uh, you know, Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Which was on last night. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah I yeah, watched yeah. it. Yeah. We'll, we'll so uh, uh, then she st- she talks about her daughter and says, uh, you know, she's sweet. She's nothing like me. If I made something so good, maybe I'm not such a monster. Yeah. So it was. That was significant. I'm not used to self awareness from her. Yes. At all. Yeah. It doesn't that's, seem that bright. No. Absolutely. No, it's dude. the first kind of recognition I think ever that there's anything wrong with her at all. Um, I mean, I think it's really pointing to. I mean, the character now can go one or two ways, either to the dark or the light. And it seems now this is going to push her towards the dark. Right. I mean, the self awareness is like when you have that self awareness, then you you can have the opportunity to move towards the light. It's like, oh god, but I don't think that's where we're going. No. I feel like we're going to see Cersei. Or no, there's going to be bloody vengeance. Yeah. Yes. Well, but importantly in that scene, also she mentions the prophecy of the witch, which was the flashback, and that that is what started season five. I believe. That's season the first six, isn't it? No, this is season six. Oh, oh yeah, season yeah, five. Season, right. five, yes, season right. five, episode Last one, season began with, with the Prophecy of the Witch, the flashback. We've yes. never seen a flashback in Game of Thrones. And, and we, and we are yeah. apparently maybe about to see another one this season, which we, you know, we won't get into. Um, but yeah, so, and then Jamie responds with, fuck prophecy, fuck fate, fuck anyone who isn't with us, we're going to take back everything and more. Right, uh, right. So they're, they're doubling down on, you know, we're just going to kill everybody in our path. If we follow Greek tragedy, then fuck, fuck prophecy is not going to work. No, yes. <laughs> Good point. Because that's, you know, like, that's exactly what a, a, a tragedy character will do. Say, yeah. oh, I, I will, uh, you know, this is not going to happen, this is not going to happen, then it happens, like, oh my god, this happens, so. Right. And even though we like Jamie, we like Jamie now again, right? I mean, it mm-hmm. seems like we've, we've, we've kind of rebuilt <laughs> yeah. this character. Character. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it seems that we might be heading for both of them going to dark yeah. times. For the incestuous attempted child murderer. Yes. To, to <laughs> hero. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But again, like when I, it's so fascinating. The show makes people suffer, and then we feel for them. Yes. Right? Because Jamie mm-hmm. suffered in seasons like two and three so much. Being, oh, sure. And his hand chopped off. And hand yeah. chopped off yeah. and being a prisoner yeah. and just all these horrible things. And and it rehabilitated his character because we saw his character stand up to it, you know. And, and he's and, no longer just a rich preppy, basically. Right, right. <laughs> right. You know, we we expect a narrative transformation to change people. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily happen in real life. Right. And now the question is whether or not they'll they'll circle that back to them being, you know. I mean, because now the. the They've gone back to safe confines, and horrible things happen. And will they revert to being their horrible, right? You right. know, regal selves. Right. But yeah. I also feel like within this episode, you kind of also feel with uh, feel for Cersei too, because her daughter's dead after going through all that. You do, you know? yeah. Uh, well, she's just been doing nothing but suffering for several episodes now, going back to last season. Right. Yeah, uh, you know, it's a little bit of a mental struggle. It's, I mean, at least in my mind, I feel for her, but then. I, f- I just remember everything she did, yeah, and it's hard to really know how to feel. You it's hard. Check yourself, like you mentioned earlier. Yeah, I mean, and as a, as a father, you know, I mean, it, like I could, I could. I could empathize with her. I could say, "Gosh, I, I know exactly how you feel, regardless of how horrible you are." When you know, if you were to lose someone, well, like you know, to lose someone, have a child murdered, right, right. Like I mean, then you know, like no matter who you are, it hurts. So, but again, yes, we like we as the audience have this strange case put before us, the case of Cersei Lannister, you know, like, is she guilty or is she innocent? 
you know, or is she just a, a character who has many shades of gray to her? So, speaking of which, oh, yeah, uh, so uh, segue for Cersei uh, being, uh, you know, uh, so she uh, going back to her captors last season, we get to see. Uh, um, the queen, Lady Marjorie. Lady Marjorie. I know that name. Thank you. Uh, and she's being held, and the the, the, uh, the High Sparrow uh, intervenes. Yeah, the nun who is uh, you know uh, attacking her, uh, and she uh, the Sparrow saying, "Our other guests need you," <laughs> which is interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so and, and he he is trying to get Marjorie to understand that uh, sin leads us away from the sacred, and only confession can absolve the sin. So she has to make a confession and become clean, much like what he was attempting to do with Cersei last season, I'm sure. Uh, and he ends with, you've just started to go down the path, but you have many miles to go. Or as my notes say, many mics to go. But that's what, <laughs> I'm assuming that's Siri yes. trying to tell me something about McCafferty. That's it. <laughs> I took it as that he knows the king is possibly in danger. Like, he's not conveying the full force, like Tommen's just in his room starving himself. Mm. Uh, he kind of knows that something bad might happen, so he's trying to get her to confess so that he can let her out. Mm. And there won't be blowback on him when the king stars himself to death. Oh, could be. Uh, yeah, I think he's... That was, that was the subtext I took away from it. It feels like he's trying to position himself, like, and trying to get her... You know, you know, if you just confess, yeah. I can let you out. The king really misses you. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you he's starving himself because that looks that makes me look bad. But yeah, does he really miss her though? I mean, he's got surpounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. Well, I, I think I think the high sparrow is is being political now. I think he's trying to navigate her into a place where he can use her as a bargaining chip in some way. I think he knows that the forces are starting to rile up against him now that he gave away Cersei. Mm-hmm. I mean, he knows what Cersei can do, and now that Jane Lannister's back. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> we had a Chris new alert. <laughs> what was that, Chrissy? I don't know. An article popped up. And oh, <laughs> an emergency article. <laughs> I'm never going to be that. Is that the kind of clickbait article that has all those sidebar headlines telling you which Game of Thrones characters die? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's where I got about half my spoilers. You like won't that. believe which character dies this time. Oh, God, wait a minute. I don't want to buy that thing. The horrible death of Rob Stark. Explain. <laughs> These ten celebrities uh, love Game of Thrones more than you. Like, oh, well, I'm going to click that. You know? Russell Crowe, come on. <laughs> so, right. uh, on to Dorn. On to Dorn. Dorn. Dorn and and, uh, and uh, what's his name Martel? Uh, Isn't his name Doran from Dorn? I don't know how to. How to I've only <laughs> read it in the. Well, it was Oberyn. Oberyn, and then the, his brother Bashir. That's Doran Doran Bashir. Yes. <laughs> Julian Bashir from Deep Space Nine. Yes. <laughs> That's all I know him as. Yes. King of Dorn. I'm trying to look up his name right now. We don't have the names to here. We don't have Kim yes. Miller. So I think it's Doran from Dorn. Doran from Dorne. So anyway, so so we're coming back to Dorne. So he was, he was talking about how he was jealous of Oberyn for being able to travel the world and make love to beautiful women. And all this kind of it stuff. is. It's Doran Martell. Doran? Oh, Doran Martell. D-O-R-A-N. Doran. Doran from Dorne. They're the Martells. Right. And so, yeah, so they live in Dorne. So it's Doran of Doran. You're right. I'm going to change my name to United Stats and get elected president. You are a new namester. This is outstanding. Um, all right, so so Doran of Doran. Um, yeah, starting about how he's jealous of Oberyn 
got to travel the world. I'd love to beautiful women. He's seeing this in front of his. Uh, yes, this is one of those wife. Nice, <laughs> yes, one and of she had to she had to uh, join in with and beautiful men too. Did oh yes, that? That's yeah. a good, oh I didn't catch that. Very good. Yes, because he yeah he, he, was, he was a noted pansexual. Yes, he did uh, <laughs> swing in all directions. To Sir Doran of Doran. Yeah, his name is Doran of Doran. Long may he die. R.A.P. Dr. Bashir, uh, giving one of those speeches that only pre- yeah, is only in front of you dying. You know? Dr. Bashir. There's so many things I want to do in my life. <laughs> maybe I should change my life around from yeah. this moment forward. Wait, what's, what's this <laughs> message? And then, you know. And then everybody gets stabbed. And there you stabbed. So, uh, as I did wonder how Hilaria was going to get out of that little predicament. She put herself like, oh, she's acted rashly. Yes. Oh, she's just going to stage a coup. Yes. <laughs> That yep. was that was I feel like so that's producer. one way of getting out of it. That's, that's one way. That's one yeah. way of getting out. Of it. it felt like the producers were kind of felt a little stuck in Dorn. Mm. I felt like, I, we talked about this last season. I, I was like, I don't know what we're doing in Dorn. Yeah, we're season mm. six and suddenly we're in Dorn. We're in this it's weird, a beautiful place. garden somewhere in Southern California. Like yes, yeah, <laughs> it reminds me of Egypt. It has like a pharaoh kind of. It has a pharaoh kind. Of, yeah, kind of like a Middle like East it. kind of feel. It just a little it bit just of was, Spain. Spain. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they filmed it in Spain. Like Barcelona is, like, is yeah. where they yeah. filmed. Like you would where, never know that though. But I'm always uh, <laughs> that's my big bugaboo about Dorn. The sets were very sort of they're vague. minimal. Yeah, well, yeah. They, they filmed in a, in a museum for one of them. Yes. But like, like it could, but have, it could been have been down the street. Could have been the Getty. You know, yeah. they could have shot the Getty. Look at the door. Look at this. You know, also yeah. home of Gattaca. Um, that's a <laughs> also Star Trek. Of what? Star Trek. Oh, they did shoot a Star Trek there, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Or was it a Cal State? Uh, one, one of the colleges here? Cal State LA? Or where do they? Went? Well, yeah, they, they shot yeah, at CSUN. Oh, yeah. 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 you do know about Star Trek. I do. Oh. oh. No, but the Getty was that one scene where Captain Kirk was with someone and the place blew up. Oh, oh, in the movie. Yes, oh, in the, the movie. movie. Yeah. I, I haven't yeah. done that much okay. research on the new movie. Oh, my, oh. My Dr. Nancy has trumped <laughs> yes. Dr. Nancy Crater. She knows more about this. The namester, the... Uh, she knows a lot about this. That's good. We'll, you'll be on my podcast. I just want to talk about Star Trek. That's also plug, plug. soon to be on the Feral Audio Network. Um, FeralAudio.com, home of many fine podcasts, including Beyond Yacht Rock. <laughs> yeah, if you're just joining us. <laughs> All right. So, but what, what were we talking? So, Dora Dora. Yes. They they closed that that plot line off, or at least made it more interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Well, so the the capper on them stabbing everybody was that she said weak men will never rule Dorne again. Which means basically uh, sand snakes. Snake power. Tunnel yes, snakes rule. Yeah. Yes, the sand snakes will rule all. Yes, and and, and or we're going to get a strong enough patriarch that makes us feel dominated, like yes. and secure. <laughs> <laughs> so the sand snakes show up in Tristane's quarters. The sun. Right, right. And challenging Did anybody fight. else, was anybody else under the impression that he was on the boat? Yes, like going that's what to I thought too. Be on the small council. Oh, I wasn't. Yeah, I, his yeah. quarters look like the it boat like that a, Marcella was on when she was. Yeah. yeah, part of the bargain was he was going to go take Oberyn's place on the small council in King's Landing. This is oh, true. So, so they may have been on the boat because because the wall was like like slanted, like like the like the back of a ship, basically. So I. I'm, I'm not against that thought, theory. Maybe they just cut out the scene to make it more clear. But it doesn't matter because he's found his end and Doran became far more interesting and far more... And Whale Rider, you know, yeah. <laughs> hit him in the skull with her spear oh, from behind. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was crazy. Now, one of those... Oh, that's who that is. Yes, yes. yes. Keisha Castle Keisha Hughes. Castle Hughes. <laughs> yes. She, she uh, stabbed him through the head and then the other one said, you're a greedy bitch, you know, that... <laughs> Now the third sand snake, she's on a series now. She just booked a series. Is she the one who took off her top in the? Uh, yeah. Oh, the one jail? who wants Bron. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. She's yeah. She you know, 
Uh, she, she, yeah, she has booked a series, so oh, wow. so she may be uh, who knows. But you know, are you ever? There has to be some sort of contractual contractual clause that says like I'm gonna do Game of Thrones whenever I want. I would think so. I mean, right? I mean, why would you give up Game of Thrones yeah. on you purpose? Would, I mean, unless you're that first guy who played Dario. I know. Oh, yeah. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. That guy's got to be looking for work. Yeah. 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 He's, he's made a crucial mistake. Right <laughs> yeah. now. All right. So 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 now we have a little more thrust with Dorne. They're out of their wheelchair, so to speak, and they're moving forward. <laughs> they're way out of the wheelchair. Way, way out of the wheelchair. They'll never need them again. Them. Yeah. <laughs> moving forward. And Jason, move us forward. Where are we going to go to now? We are now going uh, to. I forget what the name of the place is. It's where Tyrion and uh, our friend Marine. 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 Yeah. Marine. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so we're in Marine. 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 Yeah, but, but everyone says Marine or. Yeah. Uh, so they're they're, so they're walking along, and uh, Varys tells him, "You walk like a rich person, like the cobblestones belong to you. I would have robbed you when I was younger." Yeah. Oh yeah, look at Jason takes on these notes. Yeah. This is outstanding. But, um, and uh, he tries to give uh, some change to a homeless woman, and she is terrified because his Valerian is terrible, according to Varys. She thinks so, she wants he wants yes, to eat the baby, her, yes, yeah. eat her child. <laughs> well, one of our first our first little hints of humor in this episode, right? I mean, like they've been doing, they've been playing a lot of that with like the subtitled humor. Like, right. remember last season when he was well, we'll talking about humor later? That was like I, I thought it was uh, really pushing High it. Comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 really <laughs> went for it. It was, it was Python esque. Yes, it was yeah. very. Yeah, there, were, there was yeah. a lot. Yeah, someone. Yeah. They they let let a comedy writer loose in the in the, in the dope <laughs> which, is, which is fine by me. Well, I'm happy with yeah. it too. I mean, a little yeah. bit of levity, you know, makes yeah, especially else with all the death going on. So anyway, so so they're walking around and, and they see the graffiti on the wall in English. About, uh, yes, <laughs> 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 something about Maester's interpreted as mother in in that Misa. Misa, pardon me. Thank Misa you. is the Valyrian word for mother, and that's right. what they call Daenerys. Right, yeah, okay. very close to a Jar Jar Binks thing, you know. Yes, the Misa. Misa, Game of Thrones. So, and then they go into like there's a there's a classroom of sorts where they're sort teaching weird. everybody how to be loyal to Khaleesi. Yeah, yeah. and I thought, kind of, I, I thought it was like a street corner preacher type thing. Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah. That seems it, a it was funny. like the interpretation was: Will you will you uh, uh, wring your hands, or will you fight for the mother of dragons? Uh, yeah, so. This whole sequence seems a little bit like like let's put a pin in this scene just to remind you of where we're at, of what Marine's going on. Yeah. To be honest, I like Marine doesn't interest me that much. Mm-hmm. I mean it's it's one of her stops in many. Yeah. I I'm more to... interested in the team of Tyrion and Varys yes. delving back into local government together. Yeah. They're possibly so filming possibly forming a vaudeville comedy act. Right. Right. <laughs> together. But they're so compelling as actors in the scene. Like I could like and I've pitched this before to Jason that they could have, like, after, like, season two or three, broken this series up into, like, four different, different series. Shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we could have been, like, you know, uh, you know, uh, Khaleesi, you yeah. know, the, the trails of, the trials of Khaleesi. And I could see it was, like, landing. the 70s font going across the right. screen. Right. Khaleesi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> An erotic odyssey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, uh, like the, the, the Night's Watch. I mean, like, wouldn't we watch a whole season of that and then watch crossovers, like, like, a, like a big two-hour movie at the yeah. end of every season? Where it they could be, like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Game exactly. It's, yeah. it's what they're doing with Netflix, where they're building every single character, right. and then they're going to have a intertwine the defenders. All. I mean, I could yeah. have watched, I could watch a whole season of Marine with all the politics and all the machinations of that. But we got a little sampler. We got like yeah. you know a little Tapia thing. It's like here you go. This is you know damn so, that J.R.R. Martin for writing a book. J.R.R. Martin. Uh, is it? What's his name? R.R.R. George R.R. George Tolkien is his main influence. 
Although, you know, with the way we saw the the Red Witch, maybe it is J.R.R. Tolkien. Like, well, that's the reason why he's, he's going to take off his hat. He's going to be like a 150 yeah. years old J.R.R. Tolkien, right? That could be. But it. that's why George R.R. Martin has his name like that is because of Tolkien. He wants to be Tolkien. Okay, I, I buy in that. Yeah. Okay, and same with uh, J.K. Rowling. I guess was was sort of a similar deal. Okay, yeah. all right, fair enough. If not, I'm taking credit for it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. Nancy's only listening to this podcast. It's true. And Nobody's here right here now. Listening. Because she's here. Yeah. Although Kim might have to listen. Kim, if you're listening to this <laughs> yes, right now. It's true. You know, We've exchanged. That's an excellent point. I didn't think about that. We exchanged one <laughs> for another. No, this is the season we're breaking out. Because last season when we started on in episode six. Yes. We really we, it was pretty deep behind the eight ball. But now yeah. I think we've got it. I think we're going to, you know. Uh, so then they start discussing Sons of the Heartbeat. Because they were well coordinated in the arena. They're going to plan their attack well. And... Uh, Varys says his little birdies, which he's been uh, referenced to many times over the series, yes. will start chirping about the men in gold masks soon enough. Giant fire. Everybody sees the, the fire. Apparently it's the ships, right? Or, or, or yeah, one ship the in harbor. particular, the harbor. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he makes mention that she won't be sailing anywhere. And these yeah. were ships that Khaleesi was going to take over to Westeros with yes. her army. So oh. So okay. I think that was, the, that was the main thing about that. Right. I, again, like this scene, I mean, I, I'm just the not... The question that, is, who, who, who might have done that? Sons well, of the it's the sons of the harpy, yeah. yeah, and this is all local the KKK. Politics. Yeah, the KKK. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, you know the. Um, yeah, I, I, I just don't find this that that compelling. I mean, maybe it'll pay off, but yeah. I mean, I, I, again, because Khaleesi isn't even here. Her her whole movement, which was so compelling for season after season, was she was building this gigantic army, gathering strength to come to Westeros and just crush it. And now it's been, it's been sort of discombobulated, and she's not even there. Right. Where is she, Jason? Well, uh, is that the next scene? Yeah, no, you're right. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 no. uh, Jorah and uh, Sir Jorah and Dario ride to where she was last seen. Somehow, they magically ended up there because they they find the uh, the Rams. Sir Jorah of Grayscale. Yes, Sir Jorah of Grayscale. He doesn't know anything else that could melt a ram's horn. Right. Besides the, Maybe uh, fire. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he finds. Uh, well, there's a very funny bit in there. The comedy writing comes through again. Good comedy writing. Where Dario mentions that. Uh, he looks at uh, Jorah and wonders what he'll be like when he grows old. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, so uh, there's a commentary about uh, she wants to, maybe she just wanted to get far away from men like us. Or, and then Jorah says, there's no escaping men like us. Uh, they're, they're everywhere. So uh, they find the ring and then they know that they have her. Right. Luckily, there's a big circle so of horse tracks around the yes. ring. Right. Yes. Yes. there. <laughs> yeah, so I did wonder how they were going to. Like, how are they going to find us in the middle of the field? Oh, there's a bunch the of giant rings. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah, that was that was actually my question too. But it looks no. like they, they 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 let a big a big circle there, which help, kind of helped them out. Right. A cross um, circle. So then next we see Khaleesi with all the uh, Rocky. Rocky. They're all uh, you know riding along and, and making and, you know comments Dude about her. Comments. Yes. Lewd comments. Not knowing that she understands every word. Yes. Uh, and they all look like our, our good pal Carl Drogo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> These were all second and third choices for Carl Drogo back <laughs> six years ago, right? It's like, yeah. Hey, are you are you busy right now? We could really use it. Yeah. Oh, oh, honey, I got the call. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so they're making comments about pink, pink people are afraid of the sun, and they're making comments about. Her uh, pubic hair and all sorts of stuff. This is the HBO moment, yes, right? Yes, like <laughs> HBO moments. Uh, so they they bring her to uh, the new Carl. Carl uh, Morrow or what? Yeah, I don't know what the new Carl's name is yet. I think it was Morrow. I think Morrow. Carl Morrow. Yeah. Carl Morrow. Okay. Yeah. And, Carl and, and the yeah Carl Mullins. <laughs> they have the uh, the women. I'm assuming that are the wives or His something wives. like that. Yeah, they are. They're talking about how blue eyed women are witches. And, and, uh, head. Uh, and yeah, then he. Uh, 
he was making uh, comments about, is there anything better than seeing a beautiful woman naked for the first time? And then, of course, his cohorts had other reports about sitting on the Oh, this, this yes, thing is yes. oh, yeah, Breaking yeah. a horse for the first time. Right. <laughs> it was very much a Spanish Inquisition. Right. right. It was four, four things. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Maybe there are five things. Five. Five things that are better than a naked woman. It was probably the, the biggest piece of com- biggest set piece of comedy we've seen in six seasons Maybe. of Game of Thrones. Yeah. And it was all subtitles. It was yeah. all yeah. subtitles. Yeah. But it was hilarious. And but it, but it is interesting because it is kind of on that razor's edge of it. It was almost too much. Right? right. I mean yeah. like, yeah. like Steve, like can we get a ruling on that or like it was borderline, but I still loved it. Sometimes it was, I welcome something that'll just break the tension of not knowing when a spear is going to come out of somebody's throat. <laughs> <laughs> right, yes. This is right, yeah. I so. feel like if it was said, it would have been too much, but since we were reading it, In some I think it was okay. Yeah, it took a minute to think yeah. through. Yeah. Oh, they're doing a comedy yeah. bit. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and you can almost blame it a little bit on the you know, the translation. Like, mm-hmm. maybe the HBO translators got it wrong. I'm native Dothraki. Yeah. Yeah, that actually isn't what he said. You know? <laughs> it was a little more along the lines of, you know, I agree with you both, but, you know. Right. Uh, so, so, so we, and we all knew that when he's talking about uh, seeing a, a beautiful woman naked for the first time, she's not getting naked because contractually she's not going to get naked. I know, again. I know. <laughs> yes, contractually, the, uh, the actress is deciding to no Yeah, most of them have seemed to have reneged on the idea of getting nude. Right. Um, and, With the exception of Melisandre, apparently. Melisandre, she's all Constantly about naked, and I'm I'm all on board for that. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, no, because I think I think it's just I mean, like, who cares? Like, in, like yeah. in, in the bigger picture, I mean, like you're doing this stuff. It's like 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 who cares? Well, her character is all about like the sensual side of things, and she's seducing the, the king's you know uh, children and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, all the time. But, but, like, well, she's trying like, to like, seduce Jon Snow, you know, by taking her top off last time. But, but, but like, like a show about like you know like rape and patricide and regicide and and like all sort of. Dep- Pravity, like I won't show my breast, seems seems quaint, you know. I mean, like it just—I mean, like I, I'm, I'm maybe I'm far afield on this, but there's just so many other terrifying, horrifying things we right. see here. It's like, hey, man, you know, we all have nipples. Let's just—I'll you know, like, show mine. You know, it's, it's, it's all—it's just—I'll it's, show mine. It's, I, it's, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's anyway. So I, I'm, you know. Right. Well, so I'm, she she basically tells him that she is Carl Drogo's wife. Yes, and uh, he, he says he has to leave her alone because that is—it's the law. You and cannot if there's a widow, you cannot you know sleep with the widow's wife. And thank goodness. But, for that. Oh, go ahead. however, 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 yeah. however, there's a catch. There's you a have to go to the basic. It, it sounds like basically a nunnery. For yes, yes. yes. Nunnery, yes. 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 with all the of widow cows, cows. Yeah. with all the widows. Yeah, which which in, like. My fear about this, as soon as I saw the, the Dothraki show up, I was like, oh, man, we're, we're resetting the clock again. Now she's going to have to go through another Dothraki thing and prove herself. We've already seen this. We don't need to right. see this again. Mm-hmm. And yeah. luckily they got through with that, and now they have a little caveat. you got to go to this weird nunnery thing, whatever it is. Right. I, I still don't. I still feel like it's a stall. I still want them to get beyond this, right? Because yeah. like, it, it stops her momentum. It just pushes her back to a place she's already been. Yeah. Right. We've already seen her do this stuff. Let's just get on with it. It's so. partially, I think, a little bit of a delay tactic because, I mean, if she reaches that goal too quickly, then the show's over. Yeah. So. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I mean, because, I, I mean, first, second, third, fourth, you know, season, it was all about her with this giant army marching forward, and now that has been totally... Un- unnerved. It's been like there's nothing. Like now we're just so set far back, and now no one cares about that. You know, it used to be like, oh right. shit, when she shows up with those dragons in Westeros, everything you guys are talking about doesn't matter. Well, she had so much growth in the first two seasons, let's yeah. say, that it was extraordinary her the, where her character went from point A to point B. Yeah, and ever since then, 
you know, she, she has gone through small changes where she's kind of had to deal with how much power is too much power and things like that. Right. But there's not as much of a transformation anymore, so her characters can become a lot less interesting as a result. It's, yeah, it's you more still kind of, root for her, but... Yeah, yeah it's more yeah. kind of transitioning from being a military leader into a bureaucrat. Yes. Basically. And this is the problem with seeing characters for long periods of time go through dramatic, giant changes, is that after they've done that, where do you go with them? Mm-hmm. You know, like, how do you advance them? And what they've done is sort of reset the clock for her a little bit with a couple of characters. I mean, a, lot, a couple of characters, they push them back. It's like, no, the line's over here now. As okay. opposed to getting to your destiny. You know, like, even Jon Snow, they've killed him. Like, you know, like that, like, so we, we won't get to what your destiny is. We're going to kill you and something's going to happen. Right. We're, we're teasing ahead. But anyway, so, I mean, it's, it's interesting to go back to those characters again and see the whole Dothraki again. They're fun, but I, I want them to move through the storyline and get to something. Yeah. So then we're, we're around to the corner here. So Arya is the next person we see. She's on the, the steps there, begging, blind. Yep. A uh, gentleman gives her a coin. Mm-hmm. And then uh, our old friend, I, I wish I the name Maestro was here with us, Kim. I forget her name. But the, the woman from the uh, House of Faces. Pissy girl from House yes. of Faces. She's never yeah. happy with anything. She's not ready. Yes. She's not ready. <laughs> she's never she's happy. not ready, girl. She's, the, yeah, the, she's, she's not ready. <laughs> she comes by with a stick and just beats the crap out of Arya. Yeah. In and, her daredevil tra- uh, training montage. Th- this is true. This is yeah. true, yeah. So she's very, and she's very happy about that. So And she ends with... See you tomorrow. Uh-huh. See you and she tomorrow. leaves her with the fighting staff, so that yeah. she'll have it for good point training tomorrow. I didn't catch that. You're right. Um, yes, and then to Castle Black, which is the only time we actually revisit a location in this episode. So far, it's been boom, boom, boom. We're catching up on all those characters. They never revisit the same huh. setting twice mm-hmm. until this point. So ah, Thorn, yeah, Thorn is uh, outside the door with yeah. uh, 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 Sir Davos on the inside. And he's saying he's going to grant amnesty to all who surrender. Uh, and, of course, uh, Sir Davos knows that's... He knows that. Alert, yeah. 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 Well, like his line about mutton. You know, yes. Can we have mutton? Can yeah. Have mutton? <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's, uh, that's kind of leading us down the lane there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sir Davos is really also, as we talk about heroism, he's really been built up as quite the hero. Yes. So, which means either he's going to die soon, or he will become a hero. And, I, right. I, I mean, you know, he certainly has been the most loyal out of everybody. He stood behind whomever has been the most virtuous and true right. throughout this entire show. Right. Whomever, like, we've discussed even if they cut his finger off. Even yeah, if they cut his fingers off. Yeah, like, four fingers, right? Yeah, like, a bunch. Yeah. So, uh, and we've discussed this before, but I think this is all a lot of build-up because... Especially with the line about Melisandre, where they ask in the same scene, what's one redhead going to do against 40 men? You haven't seen her do what I've seen her do. Right. So, which, you know, it gives an element of trust in she's, she's got some magic, she's greater than what you expect. And this is all set up for later in the season when he finds out she burned the little girl he loved alive at the stake. Right, right. It was all her doing because she believed the Lord of Light wanted it. Yeah. Uh, and there's going to be Also, a she's running out of king's children to sacrifice. <laughs> That's a good point. This is Use true. Yeah. 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 Spells. That's a good so, point. But, but again, like, it's interesting that it's interesting to bring that because she was horrible in season five. Yes. I mean, we hated her in season five. For killing the young girl, right. uh, what was her name? It was okay. Shireen. Shireen for Thank killing, you, you know, the, the essence of purity. Shireen, who had been cultivated for so many seasons uh, with, with the grayscale, with, with yes. the grayscale, but but just like cultivated as a character of purity yes. and innocence, and then just burned, suffering in a jail, suffering much. in a jail, and then taken out, and then burned for nothing. Yeah. I mean, she like her life was for nothing, right? And then this character, the Red Witch, Melisandre, escapes, and we hate her, and yet now. 
were rooting for her right. to revive Jon Snow. I mean, that was the first thing. That, oh, oh, but the Red Witch, she'll right. save him. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, oh, now we love her. You know, because yeah. it's, it's so interesting how this show makes us root for for strange bedfellows. Yes, right? absolutely. I mean, you know, it's mm-hmm. like go reek. You know, like you know, go yeah. kill this person, even though you you know betrayed the Starks. You know, right? Um, so so and that gets us to the last scene. Yeah, right? the final scene, which was kind of a shocker, I have to admit. <laughs> kind uh, of so, yeah. <laughs> Not in the usual way. No. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No. So Melisandre, for reasons unbeknownst to us at the time, uh, starts to get naked, takes off her top, and she's wearing this necklace, and as she takes it off, I could have sworn I saw it glow when she took it off, uh, which I, I'll go I'll on a second viewing and, and check that again. It was either the it was, light or the... It could have been a reflection, but it seemed like it actually glowed when she brought it off. So she took it off, she put it on the table, and the, the camera pans back to her, and she is uh, still naked, mm-hmm. <laughs> not in the most positive way. <laughs> She is an extremely... All bodies are beautiful, Jason. Yes, all okay. bodies are beautiful. Well, uh, we'll take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> so this, this uh, lady, uh, this is a witch. Uh, Melisandre's old. Melisandre's old as the hills. Yeah. She's just wearing this, this necklace to portray her youngness, uh, her uh, youth. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so she, she's, uh, her image is not what she seems. She's actually a very old witch. But to what end? That's the interesting thing. Is it was sort of this kind of this giant dr- breadcrumb they dropped, right? With no like discernible like reason. Like there wasn't like like there wasn't a callback to it. It's like well, I just you know, think the, the the big headline is there's more to her than we've seen. We we've seen a lot of crazy stuff, including her giving birth to a shadow baby that went and killed yes. somebody. Yeah, uh, and, and a million weird things that she's done. But you know we've we've seen this character over the entire. Uh, you know, six or five seasons so far, and uh, but we've never actually seen what she looked like until now. Mm-hmm. Right? Could she? I mean, what 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 does that age mean? How old is she? Is she you know a hundred right. years old, a thousand year old? Is she Valerian? Right? Remember the Could Valerians? Be, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, is she that old? I mean, what what does that mean? Because certainly there was no callback to it. You know, like 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 TV generally says, like, oh, well, we'll never go through that door, right. and then like at the end of the episode, they go through that door, right? right. That's always the setup, and then the payoff. Right. And this, there was no setup. Right. It's it was it's, just sort of a reveal. It's a, yes, it's a strange it reveal. reveal, yeah, which yeah. has nothing. It sets up nothing right now, or, or like you know, it, it pays off nothing. Right. It just sets up. Well, it's also, I feel like J.R.R. Martin uh, messing, yeah. <laughs> messing with us pretty badly because. He's he's known the whole time, and I could see him kind of twiddling his fingers, by, you know, with the producers going, "Well, nobody knows this, but Melisandre is an old lady, and yeah. nobody knew." Yeah. So uh, he, I'm sure he's got a lot more weird secrets like that up his sleeve, uh, you know, for this, these next couple seasons. Well, does he though? That and like that's so we've reached the end of the I'm episode. Sure. I, I really feel like uh, with a lot of TV shows, uh, even when they say they have an end game, they they. They don't. Have, they have the end point. They don't know how they get to that end point necessarily. We all got fooled by Lost, right? Like yeah, we well, know how to stand. I disagree with Lost because I, I, you know, it's it's like the the beginning of the destination on the map. You don't know exactly which route you're taking, and sometimes they took some weird forks getting to that right, route. Right. Uh, but in, but this one, I think he pretty concretely has laid a lot of little breadcrumbs here and there as to who these people are and where things are going. And, yeah. And I, there's some excellent theories out there uh, amongst the fan community of, of where things go, uh, which we've discussed some before. But if any of those are true, I, they're pretty good if he, if he came up with that at the beginning. Yeah. You know, to, to come up with later. I, I mean, I mean you know, it's, he's been working on this for 16 or 17 years yeah. now. So, I mean, and he... From all we understand is that he probably does not have the book done. It's not even close. No, no, no. There was a recent, like, I guess someone from Deadspin or someone, I can't remember who it was, like, like 
flat out emailed him and said, like, <laughs> do you have, like, how many pages? Like, I have hundreds of pages. Yeah. And, and, but, like, what he didn't, qu- like, quantify as or qualify as that, like, how many pages is a hundreds? And, and are they, like, did you write them five years ago? Right. I mean, have you done anything? It seems as though he's kind of hit this massive writer's block. <laughs> and, and now the producers have caught up to him, and will they continue on? Using bits and pieces of his plot lines, or are they going to like? Are they going to finish it for him? Basically? Yeah, I think they're going to finish it for him, which I, I hardly. Well, in heard. essence, they are because yeah. it's, it's going to be the first way anybody gets the ending to this story. And th- they have said previously that producers have been told by him how it ends. Right. Yeah. So, so, so they he, know where the end point is, and they're yeah. just kind of filling in the blanks right now. And, they, and they've been separating enough so that like every time oh, you talk, it's, to it's someone, taking such a divergent path from the mm-hmm. books, from what I understand. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, and, and I think that's fine. I mean, like The Walking Dead has done that severely as well. Right, like if you read the comic books, I mean, like, characters right. are alive who aren't, characters are dead right. who aren't, and, you know, that's... I think that's fine. I think they're two different mediums, you know? I think you right. have you have license to do that. And Except with Star Trek. Except <laughs> with Star Trek. Well, but, but there's... Yeah, <laughs> a longer discussion about that. Yeah. I can't deviate from my vision. That's, that's all. That's all I care about. So, yeah. um, so we have to bring up the point that you were wrong about bringing Jon Snow back in the first episode. Oh, do you have, thank a, you. Do you have a new prediction as to when now, Chrissy, you weren't going to talk. I, I, I thought we agreed upon that, that you didn't want to say anything. I don't always stick to what I originally And the only thing you do, the only thing you bring up in this entire podcast is to take off your necklace and to tell me that I was wrong. I don't believe this. No, you're absolutely right. It, it, I, I, I knew it probably wasn't going to happen, but it was a wish. It was a hope because I just like, let's just get to it. Take let's off just, your necklace. Take off your necklace and shame me. Shame me with my wrong prediction. <laughs> your necklace of silence, and now you're, you're 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 hunting me down here. You're the high sparrow of truth. And there's a big glow as I. Explain. There's a big glow, and now I, I take it. Like, oh gosh, no! There's so much Just truth. Just guy steam when he takes it off. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're absolutely right. I, I, I was hoping that they would just do it because everyone's wanting that question to be answered. But, uh, you know, I mean, I think they're going to... I think they should... I think, and my prediction was uh, episode two or three, they may stretch this out. Yeah, they yeah, may stretch it out until almost the end of the yeah. season. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean... I don't know how long out? you could hang on to that corpse without <laughs> resurrecting it, but... Well, it's going to get bloated, the skin's going to get... The teeth are going to go beyond the gums. Exactly. a lot of gum Steve, you gotta visit a dentist, man. I gotta be honest. With you. <laughs> oh, I've got a periodontist. Oh, do you? Oh, really? yeah. oh, okay. oh God, yeah. 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 You know, that's the dentist you go to when your mouth gets fucked up. Oh no. <laughs> you know, I. Uh, well, you and Mike could talk for a while, but <laughs> I, you know, I visited the dentist the other day. He said, "Oh man, you, you got you know." Really, your gums are receding. It's like they told me that's like 15 years. Like they had the George R. R. Martin um, <laughs> gum disease for me. Like you tell me this, but you're never going to have pages. My gums are still fine. The hell with you. So I don't buy into that. Um, My dentist just tells me I have the best teeth in Burbank, even though I don't live in Burbank. Really? Yeah. Yes. Jason. See, lucky for me, I've got great teeth. The teeth are fine. It's the, it's gums, the gums that are, yeah, it's the gums that are messed up. Uh, I'm all over the map. I just, there, there's nothing right with my mouth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That is, I am the Game of Thrones with dental problems. I, it's like, like, oh, we can save this tooth. Oh no, it's all coming out. Oh, 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 oh
you I were so gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, oh no, we have Novocaine. No, we don't. Oh, wow, wow. Oh, there's what, blood everywhere. What a horrible <laughs> twist. No, but, but I'm going to come back next week. See you next week, Doc. Oh gosh. <laughs> Only to be resurrected by the red. Right. right. <laughs> my, my tooth is just sitting there. And it's, uh, can you save it? Well, let's see. You, know, you, you don't know the power of your dentist. You know? <laughs> Covered with king's blood. Let's see. And then, and then my dentist shows up naked. I'm like, oh God. Oh no. Oh, no. Please don't take off your necklace. I don't, oh, that was not what I wanted. Um, all right, so so what do we want from this season? What do we what do we need from this season? That's going to make John Snow. John Snow. I think that's what we need. Yeah, right? I I think so. Nancy, better fake snow. Better fake. Better, yeah. Good point. Yeah, better, yeah, fake, snow. better fake snow. More CGI steam. More CGI mm-hmm. steam. Yeah. I, I mean, we've been teased White Walkers. If if more Hodor and Bran, more, yes. Well, for the love of God, we want a season without Hodor. <laughs> oh God, we want a more Hodor cast. That would, that would be Hodor cast. And there's no Hodor. It was probably yeah. the worst title ever. But yes, I would like to see more White Walkers because if mm-hmm. we're not going to get Daenerys showing up in Westeros with a giant army, we need to see whatever. What is the big threat? It has to be the White Walkers, right? I mean, that yeah. has to be it. Well, yeah. I heard from oh. someone who has who has visited the set when they were filming that Uh-oh. there's going to be a big battle. Spoiler like, alert! A field battle. Uh, a field battle? Yeah. Okay. This, this well, all right. So, Nancy, can you? I mean, <laughs> this is the least spoilery thing you can say. I heard there's going to be a big we, battle. We have a scoop for you. Is, are there also going to be boobs? Yeah, there's going to be boobs, and someone's going to die. <laughs> well, we already saw some boobs tonight. We did. Yes. We did. We saw. We saw. But what was the, the uh, quote from butts, Ian, Ian uh, McShane? I'm sorry. Is that his name? Oh, Ian McShane. No, yeah, he's yeah, the guy yeah. from Deadwood. Yeah. Well, no, he's going to be in the. Yeah, he's going to be in the. Oh, he said no. And apparently, he said something that was a mild spoiler, and some people got. Upset and he's like, oh, what the, you know, what is everybody getting upset about? It's just tits and dragons, and which is kind of the summary of Game of Thrones altogether. <laughs> tits and dragons. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Contractual tits and yes, dragons. Yes. <laughs> fewer and fewer. Um, yes. So, uh, so we're going to get a battle. Mm-hmm. Did, did your did your source give me any other information about it, or it's going to be like a Roman style field battle? Okay. Yeah. All right. We sort of so nothing we've ever seen before. I oh, think. okay. That's yeah. what I wouldn't mind seeing. I wouldn't actually see because we've we've sort of. I remember in the first season, mm-hmm. remember they had that big battle with Tyrion. He was going to be in, and he got knocked out. Yes. And then like, oh, you missed the battle. It was a huge battle, and right. many people died. And here's some bodies. And like we, right. we have yet to see a gigantic full scale battle. Yes. Well, I would, we've seen some massive ones on the sea. We've seen see, some massive yeah. ones on the snow, but mm-hmm. never like a giant field battle. We never see, yeah, like an, an actual like two giant armies that are evenly matched right. fighting. Because we saw like you know the White Walkers, you know, and, and uh, Hardhome just like decimate. Oh, that was yeah, oh, incredible. Yeah. Yeah. That was amazing. So and then Stannis got decimated. The, yeah, exactly. Yes. Stannis got decimated. I mean, there was, it was they were all lopsided right. to to satisfy the you know the the pain that we must endure right. for this. Um, all right. Well, do we have anything? Any, any final thoughts about? We've this? covered a lot of the bases. I, I I feel good about this. I feel I I. I feel especially good that we've covered all this without Kim. Without Kim <laughs> Miller, the doctor. Yes. Maybe there's a new doctor in town. Maybe Dr. Nancy <laughs> Crater. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, this has been great. I, I, I think this has been, this is exactly how they need to set the stage for it because they gave us some of the things that we wanted but, but left it on a very, a very low-key, mellow note that leaves us questioning because they know they've got us. Low-key. Loki, a Loki. Well, with the magic, right? Yes. With the deception, that's very apt. Um, so I'm looking forward to the next episode, and I'm looking forward to the entire season because I know they're not going to. They don't. They don't have the need to 
to give us a, a, a gotcha moment every single episode at the end of every episode. They don't have a need to, but I hope they do. I hope they do too, yeah, okay. because I mean, because we certainly watched very intensely. Yeah. Um, great. Yeah, I think we're good. I think that's a wrap on episode one of season six. Sounds good. So make sure you like, comment, and subscribe, and, and I don't tell know. us if you're listening for the love of God. Yeah, at this Hodorcast. We've, we've got to. Yeah, we've really got to get. Oh, we haven't done our Westeros or Restoros. Should we do that? Quick one. We'll All right, quick, so this is Westeros the, of Westeros. The Westeros of Westeros. Now, where should we be? We we visited. What? Where haven't we visited here in Westeros? Westeros today. The, uh, the wine's the, taking control. You right mean now. yes? <laughs> you mean in this particular episode? Where in haven't this episode, we visited? Yeah. Um, I feel like we we we, we, we covered kind of, a lot of it, but uh, where haven't we been? Nancy, where would you like to go? Where where would if you could go any place in Westeros? Where would you like to go? Does Dorne count as? Absolutely. Yeah, sure, absolutely. All right, so we're in Dorne. <laughs> yes. And perhaps, what, what, what should be happening, Chris? What's should, happening in Dorne? We should all be security guards. I'm sorry, yes. Chris, you didn't We should all be security guards for uh, Dorne of Dorne. Dorne of Dorne. Yes. Right. And, and now, do we? has this happened? Is this after this has happened? Or no, before, before. Or during, you know. Doring. Yeah. <laughs> Doring. Dorening. You Dorening the assassination. You stood there and watched everything. Yes, we're, just, we're just, you know, <laughs> shooting the shit while he's getting killed. All right, so, so imagine, gentle listener, if you will... That, that now this is an additional scene that is not, not shown on HBO, only shown on HodorCast. As we bring you, as the HodorCast players bring you to the Restoros of Westeros. <laughs> we find ourselves near, at the Dornish capital, at the Dornish uh, castle. Is it a castle, I suppose? Or is yeah, it? Sure, it's, it's, it's a castle. And, and, and things are afoot, but here... We find ourselves in the Dornish Guard um, mess den. hall. Den, the, the, den. Gar- the, the garden mess the hall. Garden, <laughs> the garden. Yeah. Where, where we have the Dornish guards gardening. Yes. <laughs> and we find five such Dornish guards gardening. Oi, pass me that water, Joe Waffle. Here you go. Hey, thank you. A seed goes in there, and a seed goes in there. Blimey! You seen that girl come by who's talking about cockles and shells and all that? Oh, I did see her. I bought two cockles in one shell, don't you know? Hey, hey, Lady Muggleflum. Did you did you see our king, Sir Dawn of Dawn, the other day being wheeled around? He was in a wheelchair? Oh, he was, yes. He's always in a wheelchair. Have you seen him before? No, I don't. shells, cockles, shells. Hello, What is she doing so far away from home? I don't understand. All by four cockles and two shells, my lady. We're out of shells, but we got cockles. Oh, blimey, blimey. Oh, wait, here comes the head guardsman. Oh, hello there, sir. Oi, the king's dead. We haven't done our duty. <laughs> but look at you our lot, garden. <laughs> you lot are in big trouble. Well, then, we'll, we'll take two cockles and one shell, please. <laughs> now, now, wait a minute. Can, can I just have a poll of the group here? Because I don't really like the, the, the king that much myself. <laughs> He's weak. They, uh, he Which men don't rule. This not, trip, not, that's not true. Not on a patriarchy like this one. Then sand snakes. Oh boy, would I wouldn't get to have a have a tender meeting with them. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, chop your dick off. <coughs> oh, 
excuse me. Well, I've got it on good authority. He's got the grayscale there. You hear that? <laughs> no, Dude, just don't touch him. Don't touch off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess this means we got a new ruler. Who's the new ruler, my lord? Oh, that's a very good question. It seems like there's going to be a power vacuum here in Dawn for a bit. <laughs> a power vacuum? Power vacuum, yeah. Well, the prince is dead, too. Uh, it's a very unfortunate week for princes. How are we going to make Dawn great again? <laughs> <laughs> well, we should probably build a wall around the ocean so nobody can sail in here again. Oh, that's the whole oh. trouble story. <laughs> and who's going to pay for that wall? The Great Iron Bank of Bravos. Oh. Ah! And scene. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you've been privy to the Restoros of Westeros. And what a great... <laughs> Opportunity to say goodbye here. What a great time. I'm Mike McCaffrey. I'm Jason McCarris. I'm Nancy Fing. I'm Christy McCarris. I'm Hollywood Steve Huey. Please listen to Beyond Yacht Rock on the Feral Audio Network. <laughs> and check out, I just want to talk about Star Trek also on the Feral Audio Network. And thank you for listening to Horrorcast. Oh, no.